0: I've heard it said before, I hope it's true, but at the same time, I kind of hope it's not true, and that's this. When we get to heaven and we see Satan for who he really is, we're going to take a step back and say, really? Really? I was afraid of you? Oh, you've got to be kidding me. And that's where we're going today. Wake the Faith Up Slayer, Garth Heckman, David Lyons. Hey, hope you're having a great week. I'm hanging out in Dallas this week. I'm going to an End Times conference, and bonus, bonus, I get to hang out with my parents. So it's been a good week so far. Hey, we're going to do a little mini series on what in the hell and on earth is Satan's power. Talk a little bit about Satan. I think he gets too much credit. So we're going to tackle that. But before we get into it, make sure you check out MinglemateMary.com, our sponsor great information podcast and swag if you're mingling mating dating or marrying check out mingle and yes the uh comments and uh, teasing razzing all that keep coming in from the bears and packers game however what a bummer what a bummer uh, aaron Rodgers goes out with that torn ligament uh, I, I i think it's an achilles i hope he i hope he heals up I don't hate any one player, I just hate the Packers. I don't know if that makes sense, but I wish no one harm. Uh, I, w- I wish it would have happened when he played for the Packers, but anyway, I digress. Look, let me ask you a question, and it's pretty straightforward, and, and hopefully you've thought about it, but should you be, or should I be terrified of Satan? My answer is no. Look, his power is limited, and we know that it's going to end, and we never need to be be deceived or uh, or give in to the devil's temptations or the, the thought that, that he has this incredible power over us. He is powerful, don't get me wrong. And he does have some sway. But God says that he's always ready to give us a, an escape. He's going to provide us an escape. So when you ask what, Satan, uh, what power Satan has, it, it's tricky to understand because he actually has very little. But he does have authority over the world right now. And he also knows we live in a sinful world so the fact that he has authority over the world we live in a sinful world full of death decay sickness disease those work in his favor and he is a master liar so it makes this world hard to navigate and makes it hard even though we have power over Satan he still has authority however we do have power like I said but and you go well Garth wait a second you said he had authority over the earth He has limited authority for a limited time, but we still have power over him to rule and reign, even while here on earth. Think of it this way. Jesus was the first example of what a quote-unquote born-again believer should be like. He came as a man, led by and empowered by the Holy Spirit. He lived victoriously and with power over sin and Satan. So you go, well, so what exactly is Satan's powers? Well, he has authority over the earth, and it's limited, well, yes, but what power does he actually have during this time? I like the way R.C. Sproul said it, and let me quote him. He said, Satan's authority and power are limited and subordinate to the authority that is vested in Christ. Christ right now is the king of this earth. His kingdom is invisible, and not everybody acknowledges it. People are giving more allegiance to the prince of darkness than to the prince of peace. Man, isn't that the truth? But that is an act of usurpation on the part of Satan. His power is restricted, limited, and temporal. Very important to remember. He has power, but it's restricted, it's limited, and it's temporal. He says, what has happened briefly is this. The power and authority of Satan has been dealt a fatal blow by Christ, the cross, the incarnation, the resurrection, the ascension, and has tremendously weakened any power or authority that Satan enjoyed. But it didn't annihilate it, and it didn't annihilate him. That will come later when Christ completes his work of redemption with the consummation of his kingdom. All things will be brought into captivity to him, and every knee will bow to him, including the fallen angels who will bow down in submission to his authority. End quote. So you go, okay, Uh, I'm confused. Well, here's the biggest power Satan has. Ready? He's a liar. Satan is a liar. The Apostle John calls Satan the one who deceives the world, Revelations 12 9. That means we all fall to his deceptions at times. That's why I said at the beginning of the podcast, I think we're going to stand in heaven, and when we see him for who he is, we're going to go, you're the one? You're the one who caused such trouble? You're the one I believed? You? Oh, my goodness. All you did was lie. The devil and his demons, they tell two main lies to unbelievers and two lies to believers. Here's the lie to unbelievers. God doesn't care about sin. In fact, there might not even be a God, so live your life and do as you please and don't worry about it. Or the second lie that he tells to unbelievers, you're too bad for God to ever love. I mean, look at you. Look what you did. No one's going to forgive you. You're doomed. Just accept it. In fact, he doesn't even really care about you. He's too busy. He's out He's out of range, he's out of touch. And to believers, the devil tells this lie. He says, you've been saved, so it doesn't matter how much you sin. You can do what you want, don't worry, because God will forgive you. And well, it's true, <laughs> it's not true. Yes, you're forgiven, but does that mean you are untouched and unjudgeable? And do you think you can't lose your salvation? Well, I don't think you can lose it, but I definitely think you can walk away from it. The second lie he tells believers is, you just thought you were saved, but do you really think you're saved? You really think God can forgive all those bad things you've done? And so Satan lies to us regarding God's ability to forgive and redeem. He literally mocks the work of Christ on the cross like it was limited, like it only had so much power. Those are the lies. So do you see the similarities between these two sets of lies? The devil, he may be deceptive and sinister, but but he's not that creative. His essential, uh, essential motive is to get you to believe lies. Look, Satan's not dumb, but he's stupid. He's not powerful, but he's authoritative. He's not creative, and he can't create, never could create. And That's why he's got to copy and mimic things, but he can do it to perfection. But it's still a copy. It's still a fake or a forgery. So what is our defense? Well, if his true power or strategy is to lie, then our best defense is to know the truth. What does scripture say? John 8, 31 and 32, Jesus said to the Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, the truth, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. We are to be in his word and to know it. We are to know Jesus who is the truth, read the word which is the truth and it will set us free. This verse isn't talking about salvation, but rather about freedom from Satan's lies. Know him, know it and be free from the liar and his lies. Garth Heckman, David Alliance, keep slaying giants.